If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked, episode 412 for September 25th, 2019. Coming up on IGN's weekly Xbox show, we'll talk about the Inside Xbox episode. A lot of big news dropping over this past week. That's why we're delaying the show a little bit, so we can talk about all of it. But plenty of other big stuff as well, highlighted by the tease of a new Batman game. Uh, a really, really unfortunate situation for Xbox fans specifically with regard to Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And we will end the show with our Gears 5 spoiler cast so that we'll do everything else first. So if you haven't played Gears, you can just stop the show and not miss anything else. So stay tuned for all that coming up right now on Podcast Unlocked. Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, my friends? I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my right, we've actually we've got the crew here wow, together for the first together. time in a while. Yeah. Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. Bam! What? There it is. <laughs> Yay, there we I'm go. like, well, wait, who are you? What happened? <laughs> Brandon Tyrell. How you doing? Good to see you, my friend. Miranda Sanchez. Hello. Hello. I'm eager to talk Gears Five with all of you. Because so for a while, it's you know, it's the sort of the 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 curse of this job is uh, you very much air quotes if you're listening on on audio <laughs> of uh, the reviewer can't you know if there's a big story thing in a game they're reviewing the reviewer is the first one to finish it yeah so I haven't been able to talk to the talk about Gears Five with hardly anyone so there's some big moments in there too yes Gears Five is definitely it definitely merits discussion so we will get to that again we'll do everything else first. And then do, you know, it'll probably be, if I had to guess, 10 or 15 minutes worth of uh, Gears chat at the end of the show. So, um, I will with that, uh, mark it with a little Kate, just so in, in case you happen to skip through the show, I have a Kate oh, out. Oh, nice. Show that we're talking a visual about cue. The last time yeah. you were on, you brought a bunch of Gears stuff and then you left it here when you ran away. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> wait, she didn't get to talk about the cool gear stuff. I know, we were yeah. good at time. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, uh, let's kick it off with Inside Xbox. Mm -hmm. That's why we held the show, after all. Yeah. They did an hour or so. Yeah. Yesterday. Usually, usually the Inside Xboxes go about 90 minutes. This yeah. one was a little bit of a shorter one. <clears throat> but there was um, a, a few pieces of big news coming yeah, what, out what of it. What was the big thing, do you think? The, the biggest one was the Project X Cloud. We finally have a public preview date. Um, 
you know, that's going to that's going to kick off fairly soon, but it is for the mobile devices. Yes. There is, there is a separate sort of streaming element for consoles that is coming at a later date. Um but yeah, so it's finally ready. They are going to get it in the hands of the public and you're going to be able to you can sign up for it now. Um, and then when it goes live uh, in beta, you're going to be able to just sort of stream to your devices as advertised. Now, Miranda, I believe you are the only Android user at this particular <laughs> That's table. That's the caveat. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. just rubbing my hands here. It's like this. Yeah. However, you can only do the beta if you have an Android device. Unfortunately, and- no iOS yet. Yeah. For now, you know, obviously that'll change, Enjoy, but they've got to start somewhere. Thank you. No, there, there are these rare times where I feel like I win. So I used to be, <laughs> I used to have an iPhone and then, um, I guess a year and a half ago, I switched over to pixel two just because it was comparable, cheaper, all that good stuff. Like sure. super married to the, cl- to Apple stuff. And there have been so many wins recently. It's like, oh, this beta is only first on Android, or you can only get it first here on Android. I'm like, <laughs> keep giving me these things and justifying my purchase. And so you'll have uh, four four games in this preview. Should mm-hmm. you be chosen? So that Microsoft has said, uh, not everybody will be chosen right away uh, that, that applies. But um, a lot of people will be. They're going to accommodate as many as they possibly can. And that the preview will go on as long as they need it to. It's yeah. not like one of those, it's just for a weekend. It things. is very much a, it, it'll be ready when it's ready. It's not a marketing yeah. beta here. This yeah. is a real, like, they need to test this stuff. I'm, I'm a little worried that I would not get picked because I have a Pixel 2 as opposed to Pixel 3. Um, but maybe that's also more enticing just because it's older generation. Sure. If it could still perform well on that. So. Yeah. Support like a, an array of hardware. Yeah. Now, um, right, I actually, I, I genuinely don't know the answer to this question, so I have to, I have to ask you: Do uh, does the current version of your OS support Bluetooth controllers? Uh, to Are you my aware? Knowledge, yeah. Because I only say that because I know I, on the Apple side, iOS 13 yeah, just, just, just added. Got it, right? Yeah. So mm. yeah, with with the I Apple really, Arcade launch and actually don't really know, but I would assume so because I feel like Android's been able to do just a lot of things always that I just never yeah. use. Mm-hmm. Let me double check. That. So I know like when it does it, it whenever come to iOS, you can literally just use your Xbox right. controller, provided it's it's one of the newish ones that right. has the Bluetooth uh, Support, connectivity. Yeah. I want to yeah. use touchscreen controls to play my, my first person <laughs> shooters. Wow. Yes. Cause I'm a monster. <laughs> Cause you hate yourself. Yeah. I just want that added challenge, you know? Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. you're that good. Yeah. You wanna, I'm so good. It's like a handicap in golf, right? Yeah. <laughs> want to do it that way. Uh, yeah. Brandon, four, four games in the preview. Yes. And for the life of me, I can't remember what they are. It's Sea of Thieves, uh, Gears 5. Hey, uh, Halo 5. Halo 5, there it is. And then what was the fourth one? Killer Instinct, which I thought was oh, a boy. really interesting first-party mix. You've got two pretty Twitch games in yeah. you know, Halo 5 and and certainly Killer Instinct. Yeah. Gears 5 is certainly, I mean, it's it's in the same action competitive vein, but, you know, it's... If you're, unless you're playing multiplayer, you don't sure. necessarily, you can probably get by. Uh, but maybe that's exactly the point is like, let's, let's get as many like low latency Twitch, Twitchy kind of action games in here and see what happens. And then, see hey, thieves. awesome, Sea of Thieves to just chill the heck out. <laughs> you know, you could, on, on your couch, you'll finally be able to, on the bus, drive a ship with your phone, just like we've always <laughs> dreamed of. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, yes, you can. So, 
So the answer to the controller thing, I think this was at least available as of like last summer. Oh, great. So Perfect. I'm, obviously, they would want to do it on this because it has been around for so long. Yeah, maybe They've probably been testing yeah. it. Yeah, again, I'm just way. totally ignorant with right. regard and to Android stuff. I feel very dumb for saying I don't know because we literally played like a Samsung something rather with an Xbox controller at E3. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And obviously, they're going to do it with Xbox controllers. But anyway, yes, they've had it for a while. If it ends up working well, it's going to be great for games like uh, Minecraft the oh, Minecraft man. dungeons, you know, where you yes. sort of like get all your materials or go through a dungeon, collect a bunch of stuff. And uh, I think that'll be a, a really good thing. I don't know how it's going to perform with uh, fighters and shooters. That's the, the test, right? Which style stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, that's I just, I don't imagine me personally wanting to play those kind of games on my phone unless, at least not fighters. Yeah, in a competitive like a, sense, right? Yeah, like if you're yeah, just yeah. if you're just clowning around with the against the, the AI campaign, or something. But yeah. I also I don't I don't think Project X Cloud is trying to uh, replace the console experience, right? But it's more like if you're waiting at a bus stop or you're in the the terminal at an airport or something, right? And you're just looking to kill ten minutes. I'd mess around with Killer Instinct. Like maybe I, if you're traveling, like there's yeah. a game that you wanted to finish playing. Like mm-hmm. if I were playing, I would do this with like Outer Wilds or something. Yeah. Like I'd yeah. miss that big yeah. TV like, experience, but if there I There are for, definite use it. cases. Yeah. Yeah. For instance, for sure. Miranda, yeah. you were just out of town and couldn't finish Gears 5. It's true. I was so in if, Japan. If this, if this had, yeah, if this <laughs> had been like in October when this preview program is starting, you absolutely could have finished yeah. Gears 5 from your phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't think I'd want to do that because <laughs> I feel would bad. But would you want to? <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel very guilty about doing that. Yeah. Especially yeah. if like, there's a glare on your TV. screen. You're like, oh, God, what's <laughs> happening to Kate? There are, there are uh, other services like currently available on the market for this with uh, NVIDIA Shield, I believe it's called. That's been around and forever. It's been around yeah, it's been around forever. That was like one of and the first press appointments I took when I started yeah. IGN. Yeah. We, we were in Germany playing uh, a video game on our Wi-Fi in Germany, and it was totally fine with Shield. So I can imagine this technology might be totally great. I actually great. used Shield before I worked at IGN. Yeah? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's old. Yeah. yeah, and they've improved it. Like they've continued yeah. to improve it, so that's great. I haven't seen one since then, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Wynn has one. That's how I know. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a funny, <laughs> funny tangent. The the first press event I went to to cover the Shield, they were like, mm. "And the good news is you can play Street Fighter on it." And I was like, "Cool!" And Boy. he's like, "Why don't you play against this guy?" And PR Balrog, like a yeah. professional Street Fighter <laughs> player, stood up. He's like, "Hey, nice to meet you." And I was like, "Yeah, you, you too. <laughs> let's let's just get this over with." Yeah, sounds great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Beat my ass for like. 20 minutes. Maybe the Shield's a different product, but they do something with like streaming from your PC. Is that the Shield? Well, the Shield was like the actual device. Yeah, it was, it like was the. Is it uh, okay, okay. No, no, but no. I think maybe you're, they you're right, though. The tech. It, it might have been like a duo name, a duo name for the actual well, service itself. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. It's not, anyway. Anyway. There. Streaming anyway. Game. Project uh, X Cloud, no pricing model available just yet. Yeah. Details are a little thin right now outside the fact the beta will kick up soon and you can um, you can actually sign up for it now if you have an Android yeah. device. Yeah. Uh, Xbox.com. Uh, slash en dash us if you're in the us that's the the american the american site slash xbox dash game dash streaming that is the url to go to um <laughs> so yeah services and I, like that are the future i think like that's where we're going as a market we're not yeah. gonna have consoles we're gonna have uh platforms like uh game pass and oh and for sure like look at service ten, yeah. look at 10 years ago right mm-hmm. like if you wanted to play a video game you went down to GameStop and you bought it or yeah. whatever oh. and you went home. Now you just download whatever you want. I, and the I next think, step is streaming whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I think there'll still be a home Xbox console after Scarlet. I don't think we're heading 
all the way in. This, oh, this, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think it'll yeah. replace it, but like what they're talking about with console stream yes. is, is an avenue into that. Right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's super exciting. I mean, the fact that anything you own on your home Xbox One or coming up Scarlet, you'll be able to just stream that right to your phone and play yeah. anywhere you want. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, there is nothing... That's not cool about yeah, that. It's, that's already been done too. So, and I've seen it in action and working totally great. So it's like, all right. It's so cool to see yeah. all these like little fragments of technology starting to come together and then fuse together in certain areas. Yeah. Now <laughs> you can play your PC games on your Xbox and vice versa. And now with the streaming technology, like it's all just going to at one point sort of congeal into this, this experience where you won't have to, it won't matter what device you have mm-hmm. or where you are. You know, play a game on your couch or and in your office. I expect, you know, again, we don't know anything about the pricing model for xCloud yet. I would expect it will, if not identically match whatever Google does. With Actually, Google did announce pricing, at least for the, like, the founders thing. Yeah. But I'll bet it'll be either the same as Google or maybe even a little less. Mm-hmm. Um, that would, it's just, I have nothing to base that on other than my mm-hmm. 17 years of Xbox gut instinct that <laughs> that tells me what that they probably won't shoot themselves in the foot by making it more expensive than, yeah. than Stadia. The one thing is Stadia, you're part of that founders pack price is the controller itself, yeah. right? Which, you know, if you own an Xbox and, and you and games and you own a phone, you already have the hardware and likely the software True. from your mm-hmm. your Xbox library. So yeah. I'm curious to see just like what the base I mean Ideally, they just package it in with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, right? That would be uh, a wise move. Yeah. That would be very cool. All in one ecosystem. Yeah, all these streaming services are just going to end up being like a a foot in your door if you're not already in on games. And then if you want to like expand your library, you'll actually buy a physical device, I'm imagining, like 10 years down the road or something. This is ways off. We need to prove that they need to prove that the tech works first. The tech. My voice is all messed up today, by the way. I like... uh, Something's going on. I don't know. It's been, you've been burning at both ends. You were yeah. on a business trip there, yeah, working yeah. hard. So it's said it happens. Hope we we will. Uh, just we'll, so passionate about I, you are. No, <laughs> it, streaming it's, consoles. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted you to say I was yelling at my raid team last night, <laughs> no, all night no. long. <laughs> no. That also happened. <laughs> um, That's Thursday. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's Friday, don't talk to yeah. Destin. Yeah. Uh, also from the Inside Xbox event, hey. the Outer Worlds. Yeah, which is Obsidian's, of course, new. Fallout New Vegas, but not called Fallout. <laughs> First person sci-fi Fallout. <laughs> yeah, which looks tremendous. I mean, it's, I, uh, I, well, we collectively did vote for it for best of show mm-hmm. at, uh, at, at E3 this year. It didn't, didn't win, unfortunately, but it was that impressive. Uh, not only my thought, but a lot of people that saw it thought and Re- refresh my memory. How did they make money with this again? With like, the outer, the with outer the, worlds, with, with the Game Pass service for like somebody like Outer Worlds uh-huh. that's launching with Game Pass, how do they get paid? Uh, Why don't I, you guys know this answer? I just yeah, I do because I just filmed an unfiltered yeah. with a developer who, oh, okay. who I point blank asked how this works. Yeah, but uh, were they happy you, with it? Yeah, I mean yeah. it's I it, from I've actually spoken to a couple of different right. developers mm-hmm. about this. Uh, one you'll see on the record when Unfiltered's ready. It's it's being edited now. It'll be up in probably a couple Coming weeks. Coming soon. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then another just off the record at at, at, a, uh, at an event one time. And it sounds like there are different pricing models, different agreements. Like, like tiers, yeah. Yeah, and, and not, well, tiers, I know you don't mean it that way, but 
tiers indicate sort of almost like a classist system, like the oh, triple. I, and no, I, I, I don't mean, mean it that game, way. Yeah. But like, um, so for instance, you know, some some people might get a uh, just a a little, however much, like five cents or what you know, some amount of money, like per time the game's downloaded mm-hmm. or per subscriber right. on Game Pass, and then other developers. Might get like, get a, sum, a, a, right? like a, a they negotiate a just a flat rate up front and then that's it. So it's like a safety blanket of well, if the game wasn't going to sell that well, mm-hmm. they've they've you know done okay for themselves. But the risk is if it were to take off, they yeah. maybe left some money on the table. So I think there, it's, it's from my understanding, there are different contract. Um, mm-hmm. ways that, that developers and publishers can go about it. Okay. Yeah, the reason I'm asking is because I was streaming and uh, I was just like, spend the dollar because a lot of people were saying they wanted to play Gears 5, but yeah. they, they don't want to pay the $60. I'm like, it's a dollar. <laughs> it is one dollar to play this game Yeah, it won't take today. you a month to play that. You know, No, it won't take you a month to play that. I mean, you so can like, play it for many months after. Sure. Yeah. You have the dollar. You have access to that huge Game Pass library and you can play through Gears of War 5. It's just like a no-brainer. But then I'm just also like, how does anybody make money on this service? And uh, I knew you knew the answer. It's working, yeah. So love that the Outer Worlds is launching into Game Pass on October 25th. And what's, you know, it it's so great to see more third party yeah. games going straight in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the if the third parties start getting on board with this in a big way, that will in time the mass market will figure out. Wait a second, like yeah, other consoles are cool, but if, man, if I go with Xbox and just yeah. pay you know, the five bucks a month or whatever to 10 bucks a month, Mm -hmm. then I just get most of the cool games that I care about like every month. And that's, that will be, it's not going to be like an overnight thing where everybody wakes up and goes, holy crap, Xbox is amazing. It'll be a rolling, you know, collective awakening I think, of people realizing it. You still get a lot of great games after the fact too, like way later. It's like, oh, this game was added it's like oh i wanted to play that and we, i guess like devil may cry 5 yeah. very we real, all, which came out in late march was just it was, was added in i think that was one of the gamescom games so it's, it's already been yeah. in game pass for like a month mm-hmm. we all complain about our backlogs right <laughs> it's even worse like, now. Oh, so many games to play <laughs> yeah. but uh, honestly game pass is fantastic like i've 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 dabbled in it before but over the last couple of months i've really started to like sink my teeth into what's on there i never played metal gear solid 5 and i was like I'm. I heard great things. I'm very curious. <laughs> we about gave it. it a ten. I want to know what goes on inside Kojima's head before Death Stranding comes out. And so I downloaded it and started playing it. And I've put twenty something hours into mm-hmm. it for totally for the the cost of um, admission in, right into Game Pass. You know, so it's it's for the cost of a price of coffee. You too for <laughs> one cup All of coffee. coffee for just thirty six cents a day. <laughs> Why yeah. 36 cents? <laughs> <laughs> I got the reference. Yeah. Uh, so that is that is great news. And by the way, I know, you know, I said third party, and I know that Obsidian is now, now they owned are. by Microsoft, yeah. but this is a this is a private division slash take two 2K game. So mm-hmm. this is still technically a third party. <laughs> right. It's being published by a third party, well, even Ryan, if the developer's now a first party developer. That's Ryan covering for his, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Ryan. Well, you know, I, I don't want to read, like, I, I try to head as many of those yeah. off as I can. I'm human, I make mistakes, but Twitter more proofing of them, is what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. You're human? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. 
<laughs> oh, we're talking about Terminator now? <laughs> Pick a game. Oh, it's in there. Terminator. <laughs> so, yeah, we you, got, you got Gear Slide. Uh, and then, Brandon, a new, a new pirate game called Atlas heading into Xbox Game Preview. Yeah. Uh, in about a week or so, October 8th. So this is from the creators of Ark. Uh, Survival Evolved. Survivor Evolved. Yeah. Um, Survivor? Survival Evolved. There it is. Uh, yeah, it is It is called Atlas. It is a like massively multiplayer pirate game. Uh, think Ark mixed with Sea of Thieves. Um, I'm a little on the fence about this one, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, we did an early access review of it. It did not score oh, very well. Oh, on PC? Uh, Must have been, yeah, right? Yeah, PC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did not score very well. As, um, as an early access, as an early access, not game. a final release. Uh, however, I know they're doing a lot of work with it, and and you know it's it's come a long way, and it will continue to you know go a long way before it's officially released. But it is coming to Xbox Game Preview on October eighth. So if you like Ark, if you like Sea of Thieves, but you're looking for something else worth a download, worth checking out, you know. And I guess the historical context there would be um, Ark also came to Xbox Game Preview yep. after it had seen an early access PC release and it has remember, a, it, it has a huge life on Xbox. Huge life. And it, yeah. it was, I re, I actually streamed it. One of the developers came in uh, when it first came to Xbox game preview and, and I did a live stream here. Yeah. It was pretty rough when it first came to game preview, which is the point. Sort that's, of all of these survival yeah. simulator games are kind of rough. And they and sort of, yeah, they get, they, they get molded as they go and, yeah. and it's, and it's, yeah, it's arcs been huge on Xbox and now it's, you know, it's been officially, released for some time and a lot of people love it so yeah hopefully this will be this will be good i had a very dumb thought when you said arc survivor evolved because (laughs) okay this is really dumb walk walk us there we're already okay so you guys remember the old game show survivor yeah it's still on it's 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 still still going i literally i heard a probst i heard a commercial for it on the radio on my drive-in this morning what it's still going so timely anyway I was thinking, it's like, what if they had the tribe like, has if spoken. Survivor involved, but they're not like on an island anymore. They're like on like Noah's Ark style battle royale. <laughs> and, like, there can only anyway, be one. That's literally what popped to my head when you said that. It's like, well, that'd be weird. I'd watch that TV. Show. We're recording this at 4 p.m. By the way, <laughs> <It's been> a, <laughs> we're all done. We're yeah. having a good time. Uh, yeah, no, that sounds interesting. I hope someone left. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, continue. Uh, and uh, then finally, from inside Xbox, because we've got a lot to cover here. I gotta, I gotta keep this train on the rails as much as I. Can. Uh, new games for Xbox Game Pass PC. Yes. Which are Saints Row 4 Reelected, City Skylines, Dirt oh, Rally 2.0. Don't, don't, don't. don't say it. Don't, don't do it. Don't say it. Don't, but it. But everyone collectively groaned. This is worse than what I just said. I said it out during covering the inside. Uh, just explain the joke. Okay. Um, Jeff Rubenstein, who may not have written this, I will acknowledge. I almost guarantee you he didn't, considering how <laughs> our scripts get created yeah. for our shows. But I just want to note that the words that came out of Jeff's mouth on Inside Xbox were... Uh, the that it was the Dark Souls of racing games because it's hard. Dirt Rally 2.0, and we're officially now the Dark Souls of anything. That phrase is jump the shark, it's dead. Oh, no one ever use it ever Thanks, again. Yeah. Two years ago, it jumped the shark, <laughs> it's now beating the shark to death. But yes, when that like when, in a Dark Souls game, like in a Dark Souls game, <laughs> Ryan, uh, like Dirt Rally 2.0, you know, the Dirt Rally 2.0 of. of, of Dark Souls references? Yeah, oh exactly. Uh, when, just going to flip the script. When we heard that line, when when we were covering Inside Xbox, there was a collective oh, groan in the office, <laughs> and I immediately slacked you, and I was like, Dark Souls of racing games. And you're like, yeah, I just want to rip my <laughs> <laughs> uh, And um, let's see. 
yeah. Anyway, and then <laughs> anyway, bad North, and that's it. So uh, that, was the, that was the last one. Oh yeah, bad, bad North's cool. Looks like a procedurally generated like uh, skirmish game where you you Vic- I think it's Vic. I haven't played it yet, but it's on my list because I'm really I I really am interested in those cool little smaller sort of indie titles. Uh, I played one the other day on on Xbox called Undead Horde. Reminded me of like an old XBLA game, but Bad North looks like one of those cool indie games where you fight over islands yeah. in, in 4X style. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for a, a, a decent inside Xbox, I mean, I like that Microsoft's doing these, um, that we, but with the context of, you know, they're not talking about Scarlet yet. So I, I think inside Xbox will, I think basically they're, Working out the format and and it's been a year, get, go, you know, getting rolling with it now. And I think when when the new first party studios, the the dozen new first party studios, yeah. really start ramping up their new content since they've been, you know, their new IPs and new projects since they've been acquired by Microsoft, I think these are gonna inside Xbox will start to get just really just Relevant. exciting every yeah. single time. I mean, my, my personal opinion, and I mean, you know, I know, I know the amount of hard work that goes into it. Oh, absolutely. making it. So I say this with the utmost respect, but I, I think they're still, they're, they're just too long. Uh, well, they're, they're too long. And like you said, we're in this weird, I think we all collectively agree that Microsoft and, and the Xbox division are playing for the next generation yes. right now. Mm-hmm. So we're also, we're, we're in this weird gray area where, you know, for example, Sony had a state of play on the exact same day that was spearheaded by The Last of Us 2. And it was 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes. Um, but, it might, you know, the Xbox division that's just... State of, that's state of play. Sorry, the total time was 20 minutes. I think for uh, about like 20, yeah. 21 roughly. for the full stream. But we, we just don't, we don't have the announcements right yeah, now. Not we, yet. And we don't have the content to really, to, to back up 60 so, minutes of a, of a TV show. Which is effectively what these things yeah. are. But, you know, like you said, as we move into next generation and we're talking about Halo Infinite and we're talking Fable and, and we're talking about Fable and we're talking about whatever all of these, stu- what, what Obsidian is doing next, what In Exile is doing next, mm-hmm. what, what these new studios are doing, we're going to start getting more reasons to pay attention to inside Xbox. But like you said, right now, they they have the format down. Because the rest of this, sorry, Miranda, the, the, rest, the rest of the hour was all trailers for ID at Xbox games that we've seen a number of times or, each. Yeah, or trailers that had posted a few days prior. Yeah. As so well. mm-hmm. to be fair, um, State of Play was also a lot of indie stuff. Yeah, it was, the but they were new. It was new. It was Some all, stuff. Most Some of it stuff was had new. at least like an announcement for yeah. it. Um, like Bottom after parties, was, had we got the release yeah. date, I think yeah. from that one specifically, yes. at least after um, party was on both inside yeah, Xbox and yeah. state of play with a uh, inside Xbox. We've got an interview too, Double um, which is kind of what I like about inside Xbox is at least they're trying to do a different formula than the Nintendo yeah. direct. Cause I mean, it's, it's kind of weird that state of play is just a Nintendo. It, direct. it is a shameless <laughs> aping. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, Nintendo nailed the format, but yeah, Sony outright stole it. In the same way, they they stole the exact like PR and messaging playbook of the Xbox 360 and did it for PS4, and it totally worked. Or like games first messaging, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like they took the slide the slideshow aspect of it and then cut out any people in it. It's kind of yes. Um, so, so I do like that inside Xbox does have that personality to it. Like it's really energetic and it's kind of fun, except for the dark souls comparison. Don't stop that, please. <laughs> and the uh, puns, what is going on with the puns? Some of the puns work. I'm good with the puns. You, you like them? Sure. So, 
Low energy disc. Yeah, fun. really, <laughs> really selling it. LED. So, some of them are okay, but man, some, story. some of those were real rough. Still going on. We're getting there. But yeah, like maybe, maybe it would be good for them to just cut it down for when they do have fewer announcements. Um, I'm hoping next one we get a date for the Master Chief Collection because I want to play it on a PC. Uh, with, with Reach. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I don't. Are they doing one in October, or are they just skipping straight to XO19? I would expect the next one that's is true. is is XO19, XO19 in, in uh, London. London, yeah, in yeah, November. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's only that's only like a month away. It's it's like a month and a half away. What happened to September? It, it's gone. My birthday came and went. It's over. Mine's mine's on Friday. Yeah, you're coming up. Speaking of Bungie yeah. stuff, uh, you can preload destiny for free on steam. Like, uh, the new light version is coming out, meaning everybody can just play that game now nice. for free. Oh, yeah. so that's really cool. Uh, it's coming to steam October 1st. And, uh, if you do decide to play shadow keep, you can pre-order that and have that ready to go for day one. Cause they're moving off of the blizzard server. So right. Just right. a desk. Gotta go. Yeah, I, gotta- I waited half the show to mention it. <laughs> I almost mentioned it. Didn't we have earlier. another item about destiny? No. Not this time. Uh, but let's talk about something Destin wants to talk about. Yes. Which is the Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Batman has been teased. Now, has this, it? This all went, okay. Something was teased. This was There's certainly a logo. <laughs> so it started with, I believe, the, I can't remember who it was, if it was the, the, the writer. I can't remember if it was the writer of Court of Owls or like the game director at WB Montreal. Somebody like directly connected, put out a teaser and then deleted the tweet. And then like the next day, WB Montreal, the developer of Batman Arkham origins Mm. came straight out and was like, capture the night, you know, as in K N I G H T was in the dark night. And with a, wasn't there a court of owls imagery in the, there was, there was a logo that shifted and I missed most of this cause I was working, but there's a logo that, that shifted back and forth. There's four different symbols that are okay. on the, on the teaser. Yeah. And one looks a lot like the court of owls logo from the court of owls storyline. Uh, people made that connection and obviously they're heavily teasing Batman. But my whole thing about this is, didn't they say they're not doing a Batman game again? They said they were rock steady. Right? Isn't but In Montreal, this is, yeah, this is the other studio, mm-hmm. uh, again, that did origin. So, and it, if it is, if it's court of owls, that whole story is about, uh, them hunting Batman basically. Yeah. And this sort of rogue faction. So are we actually playing as the enemy? Are we going against Batman? And if that's the case, I would not like that. I gotta I say, doubt it, I gotta say you're going to play Batman. Yeah. Right. Like I like the idea. Like I, I like the subversive idea of mm-hmm. of you are. Oh, I hate. I don't, I don't like it at all. You're hunting yeah. the protagonist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe that's like the intro. And I, then say, I could see that being yeah. a yeah, surprise like, yeah. script flipped in the mm-hmm. middle of the game. Yeah, or that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to hunt Batman. <laughs> I love <laughs> Batman. Yeah. That would be really cool. Like if you play a, a series of villains <laughs> or characters or the mob that chases Batman down, beats the crap out of him, and Batman escapes and lands in a his Batcave or whatever, mm-hmm. and then. You know, intro credits come up and you like stand up as Batman. You're like, oh, you know, and then you play the rest of the game as Batman. Yeah, that would be a really, Could really happen. tight introduction. Mm-hmm. Could happen. Um, but I, you know, I, I've never, better. I've never read the Court of Owl storyline, but I hear it's one of like top ten Batman storylines of all time. It's good. Oh, <laughs> glowing <laughs> recommendation. That, Great. There are just much better storylines in the Batman series, like uh, the Halloween, the Long Dark. You know, of course, uh, Dark Knight, which you well, know was largely. It's the good, Nolan, says IGN's Destiny. The Nolan series. I think- 
if, if yeah. even then they have to choose for something they can kind of play with, right? Mm-hmm. Like it can't be something so established right. or just so firm that you can't have some leeway. I don't know what the story is about hmm. or haven't read this particular one. So. I, I, they're these owls, right? And they, <laughs> yes, there's a man who- They, they who sue has, each other. Looks like an owl. They're it's been in, a long they're time in since court. I read it, but uh, yeah, it is regarded as one of the better stories. And yeah. uh, I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as a whole plus slew of like other character pieces that plus have been slew. In love it. slew. I didn't want to make fun of it, but <laughs> no, I but, love like it. that. So that, what was, what was yeah. odd about this teaser Sleuthera. was the timing of it because the, this tease, this the blatant tease from the WB yeah. Montreal account happened the day before inside Xbox and Sony's state of play. So uh, most people went right to, Oh, it's going to be on Sony's state of play. And then that aired first, and it wasn't. So then it was like, oh, did, did Microsoft get this one? Did uh, we going to see this on Inside Xbox? We didn't. No. So when the heck, wh- why did they tease it when they did? When the heck are they going to announce it? Because you generally, well, traditionally, big AAA games don't get announced at in, in the fall season. That's mm-hmm. when you are shipping your big AAA game. You know, the, the, then there is, yes, there's Jeff Keighley's Game Awards, which yeah. is, uh, which, but that's not till December. December. That's, that's two and a half months away. So the, ti- the marketing side. Yeah, the, yeah, the timing so, of this uh-huh. teaser just seems so bizarre to me. Counterpoint, yeah. I think that's like 60-ish days away. I think that's enough time to start building up. Look, we're already talking about it. We've, we've already mm-hmm. done a few pieces of content about it. Then in four weeks, they drop another little hint and then, Somebody accidentally says something they're not supposed to <laughs> six weeks down the line, and yeah. we pick that up. And then when the Game Awards come around, you get the first sexy CGI trailer of Batman beating up owls. Yeah, like that makes sense. Ooh, ooh, who, who, who? I like it. Uh, good episode. I God, I love me. A, We're all back, baby. I love Four me. I love me a good breadcrumb trail <laughs> for when it comes to reveals. I just I eat them up. I love it. Like but, an owl, just. No, they eat lollipops. No, they, right. they eat a... Your rolls. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How many? Just one lick. Is no, it five Just yet? one lick. Owls eat um, mice. No, yeah, they, they dive Thank straight you. to yeah. eat mice. The yeah. owls, they're not what they seem. You mm. don't really know what they... <laughs> That's Twin Beaks reference. So, all right. Anyway, wh- <laughs> this... <laughs> we keep going all day. The owls. owls killed Laura. Oh. Unless, uh, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just being uh, super naive, but I, I, it seems like the... WB Montreal is 100% doing a Batman Court of Owls game and probably on the, uh, my, again, now I'm, now I'm going to guess, I would suspect if they're teasing it now, it's, it's almost certainly not a next gen game. It's probably built off the Arkham Knight engine, which of Mm -hmm. course is, you know, powered all those games. It's all unreal based. They've evolved their gorgeous visually. Yeah. And I, and I would expect it's, if they're going to announce it soon ish, I'll bet it's out sometime in the first half of next year. Like, Maybe March. April or May. Ugh. Um, Do not put the bat tank requirement. In the I game. say, ugh. <laughs> it's already so busy. Arkham Knight. Busy. Arkham Knight came out in June, actually the week of E3 in 2015. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Dan Stapleton Dan stayed, stayed back to review it because yeah. I think, I didn't, but I think it wasn't supposed to. I believe it had seen a slight delay. Um, it would be. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't think June was like their super target. So mm. I would imagine for this one, they'll be aiming for a, a late spring kind of window. That's just me guessing. And I, I doubt it's going to be because we're just Scarlet slash PS5 games are straight up other than Halo Infinite not being announced yet. 
Yeah, yeah. like they're just not. They're, they're, there are projects out there that might end up being on next gen, but they're being called, sure. you know, just Xbox games right yeah. now. I mean, the, the cross-generational games come out in the last year of the, exactly. the console generation. We know Halo Infinite is probably going to have a skew for both. Oh, it's already been said, yes. Yeah. Uh, I missed that. Uh, I imagine Last of Us 2 will, and you'll probably get a Death Stranding Game of the Year edition or whatever it is. So, like, these big AAA games yeah, they'll, that are coming they'll out get in the last dip. year, they're going to double dip for yeah. sure. That's the way things go. So, uh, beware the Batman. He does seem to... It's, it's been, I'll tell you, it's been... We said 2015 for Arkham Knight, so it's going to end up being probably five years between yeah. Batman games, and that's not even counting whatever Rocksteady's game that we've spent a lot of airtime. <laughs> Basically, every E3, we dedicate yeah. some airtime. Oh, Rocksteady, what are they, they're finally going to show it, and then they, never, they don't. So, um, yeah, we don't even know what Rocksteady's up to. Probably not Batman. Mm-hmm. We will talk about that soon because it's uh, relevant to the loot box question. Oh. We'll see if we have time for that today because I know mm. we are already, are already running out of time because we've got one more big story before we get to the spoiler cast for Gears 5. Too many owl jokes. A lot of owl jokes, worth it. I'm going to go every single one. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Since the game was announced in May, it was, this game's got three primary modes, you know, campaign, multiplayer, and then a co-op mode we're not talking about yet. Well, they're talking about it a little bit now, and it is a special ops mode, not unlike what we saw in the original two, maybe even the third one had it, but certainly the original two, um, Modern Warfare to games from Infinity Ward. And that campaign trailer was really cool. I cannot wait to play this game. When can I play Dude. Spec Ops? Yeah, thanks for asking, Destin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Destin. That Wade. would be October 1st, 2020 for all of you Xbox owners. That's a year away. And the game releases, the rest of the game releases October 25th of 2019. Wow. So if you do a little math, carry the one. You know, can it's roughly heard, <laughs> it's roughly twelve months. When I heard this it's is really like, this interesting. Is, all the destiny, me? <laughs> all, it's just really interesting to me because all the destiny content exclusives were also for one year. They're no longer with Activision. They the first thing they did was get yeah, rid of all that yeah. garbage. Yeah. They're just like we're never doing that again. That was terrible. Um, um, yeah, the community cool. did not it, did not take it well. Correct. The no, destiny community, and nor I should they constantly have. every interview. I'm like, why are you still doing this? <laughs> you know, like everybody hates this. Of course, I mean, uh, money for Activision yeah. now that we know. Well, and yeah. I'm sure Partnership the developer by. gets so, a slice. Oh, the, yeah. The timeline for this is so crazy for a Call of Duty game. Like, how many people a who year? buy this game actually are going to play it a year? What's insane? When the, like, you mean when the next Call of Duty is coming What's insane to me yeah, is absolutely. Call of Duty is an annual franchise. Yeah. A year from now, everyone will be playing the next Call of Duty. Yeah. At least Destiny is not an annual franchise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something that least. builds and grows. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's new cosmetics to go back for, new raids. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty, yeah, you get map updates, but it's... This is a whole on. mode. That's crazy. It's, the, it's an entire arm of the game. I'm yeah. sure some people will maybe go back. It's like, oh, well, that thing finally came out for Xbox, so I guess we can you know, finally sit th- down this, this Christmas this and play is, it together. Maybe it'll be really bad. This is absolutely not analogous to when Xbox had the deal with Call of Duty where they would get the map packs 30 that, days in advance. Yeah, yeah. That's this a is, map. This is a, a whole month. other league of bullshit, and it's just not... Like, there's... It, this is the... This is Activision just... I pin this on Activision. I put this out on Twitter before the show. I 
I don't really blame Sony here, and I know a lot of people will disagree with me on that. I don't. Uh, uh, I think, but, and, and it's right. fine. I think there, you absolutely can make the case that, of course, Sony is, they took the offer and said, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll back up the Brinks truck and make this happen. It's smart uh, business. But, yeah. and, and, for, and for other people that said, well, where were you when Xbox was doing this? I would like to point you just to say we have been consistent on this. Are you pulling the bold tweets? Hold on. Yeah, it was from <laughs> uh, just a few minutes before the show. It was what you- uh, episode 158 around the 18 minute 40 second mark when we had this exact conversation uh, when we were not thrilled with Microsoft on the Tomb Raider deal. <laughs> Went and found it. I got the receipts, yeah. friends. You know, 260 yeah. episodes it's, ago. Because <laughs> the point is, I mean, this, yeah, at Keeps least. happening. Nobody likes it. Yeah. Like, uh, but the, yeah. I, in a way, in a way, and again, people may disagree, call me a fanboy, whatever, I don't care. I, in a way, I, I think that this is even more dis- disgusting than just outright buying off full Ex- exclusivity for a year. Like, well, you get the best with, of both worlds. You know, it's you are charging the same amount of money to your Xbox and PC players and giving them substantially less content. And Mm -hmm. that is gross. It is despicable. And it is this is the 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 worst most uh, this is the worst move yet from a publisher who is shamelessly uh, doesn't give a, a damn about gamers or the creative process. They they are. They are openly bottom line only. That's all they care about. And again, at least at least they're open about it. They don't even try to pretend no. that they're that they're in it for the love of video games and the medium. Uh, I mean, their I, their ideal product is FIFA Ultimate Team, something that will <laughs> just continue to and generate like, revenue. Damn, EA has that. I can't believe. I mean, I couldn't even think about how mad the developers could be about this too. It's like all of a sudden, oh hey, this entire mode, yeah, like two thirds of our players, they're not going to play it. And yeah. just two thirds of the options of where you can. Play. Yeah, it's you know. I wonder why Bungie got out of this relationship. <laughs> it's so so interesting. Well, it certainly lends credence to the idea that it is Activision behind the string or mm-hmm. pulling the strings behind the scenes because this was a situation in Destiny, and actually, I like ramifications of it. It costs ended up losing money for Microsoft because I played Destiny One on Xbox, loved mm-hmm. it. Super burn that. I think it was the last word, and there was a strike that All was locked behind. Strikes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was super burned by that. So when Destiny Two came out, and they did this again, I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through that again." Yeah. So I bought it on PlayStation, and that was a sale that so was it, directly it caused it worked. by this gatekeeping of content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it does lend credence to the idea that it is Activision because as soon as Bungie and Activision split. They stopped doing this. And they also activated crossplay, so you can yeah, yeah. play on anything. That's true. And now well. it's going free, so everything that's currently in Destiny today, you're going to be able to play for free October 1st. Now, I, I want to bring up another question, and uh, I know this, this sort of, I'm really curious to see what you guys think in, about this, and here we go. So, this has, Sony has been doing this all generation long. Sony has a massive undeniable lead in the installed base. I wouldn't even call it a lead. It's I, just okay. Yeah. Microsoft Phil has said he doesn't want to do these deals after Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he said I don't want to do this stuff anymore. Yeah. But the question is should Microsoft go back to doing this stuff because it clearly works even whether, you know, yes, I understand that it sort of flies in the face of the very pro gamer uh 
mantra that that Phil and the Microsoft team have have been not only just talking about, but showing what their their actions. But mm-hmm. should they go back to do it? You know, should they play dirty in a sense? Should <clears throat> they get back in there? They don't need. I'm, I'm going like to say no, this. Ryan. I'm going to say no. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I want to. I mean, I want to hear it. No, it's. Just- it's so rude. It's like weird to say that, but I, I understand. Obviously, from a business point, they want to make more money, and, and that's Sony is going to pay whatever they're going to do to get that extra money because they're going to get more people playing on their system. Mm-hmm. Because probably, as you, just, I mean, yeah, you just proved it. It worked, um, yeah. and I, ugh, it just makes me mad because again, it's not friendly for the consumers. And if they really do want to stick by that, like I think they have, they have to. Mm-hmm. They can't do that again. A month, they I have get to stick by the word. A year's too long. I don't think Microsoft needs to do that because they got this huge new initiative where they're, you know, building their own games that they're just going to launch exclusively on their own platform. They don't need to buy anybody out. They can just make good stuff. Well, I mean, their third-party games are still a, a, the majority of sales. Vast majority. Mm-hmm. I mean, first-party, even Sony's first-party games do not... You know, they might put one they're, major one out a year. Yeah, they're banner, they're marquee games, they're banner games. They mm-hmm. but they yeah. sell the idea of the console, right? and they're Sorry. great. They're great games. But like time and time again, Call of Duty, Madden, FIFA, like mm-hmm. these are the games that everyone is buying. Spider Man, God of War, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, sure, they all did really well. Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. Minecraft is still, you know. If, if Microsoft starts doing those releases, like you just have to have a really, really strong library on your platform and you get more people invested in your platform and then they buy the third-party titles. And that's, that's the goal, yeah. right? And that is clearly, so, you're right. Yeah. That is... Like to get, mm-hmm. Yeah, that advantage to have everyone who's looking at those third parties <laughs> to go to your console to the other one. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, yes, we all understand why the business perspective makes sense and why they would do that. But for us, you know, saying for like even for the developers, like that sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for it's like everyone who's not in that business loses. Yeah. And and my question was somewhat rhetorical because I think Destin, you yeah. you started to hit on it, and clearly Microsoft's answer, besides again, you know, as Phil has said and done, mm-hmm. said no, we know we don't want to do that. We we've we'd spent a whole bunch of time talking about it a little while ago, and it's Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Like that is their that seems to be Microsoft's answer to uh, their pro pro consumer pro gamer answer to this is well we're just going to build through our own first party development and we're going to work in third parties we're going to just make the xbox an awesome place to play without having to you know spend money to yeah yeah, and play dirty to to buy off these these content exclusives you need those system sellers you need You you need the software that will move the hardware and Microsoft might not have the God of War and the Last of Us and the Uncharted's and all that jazz. Yeah. What they have yet, yeah. I mean, that's a next generation play for sure. But what they have is the ecosystem that continues to reward you and pay dividends. And that is what they're using. That is their system selling software that gets yeah, you in the door. That's something they've had to build over this entire generation. Yes. And it's so, taken them five years. Yeah. yeah. So next one. So what's, what's really exciting is next generation, you're going to have this ecosystem, you're going to have the foundation and all the groundwork has been laid. And then whatever, you know, Halo Infinite, Microsoft's version of whatever their Last of Us 2 is, or, or you know, whatever, yeah, the, the God of War. Game. Yes, your, the, yeah, their, their quadruple A game, mm-hmm. as you might call it. Well, as they called it. Yeah. Well, not, they, I'm not in love with that term. I'm not in love with that term. Anyway, move uh, on. But anyway, no. you're you're gonna have those games. <laughs> so then you're gonna have. Well, I can buy this. I can buy an Xbox 
2 or whatever it ends up calling a next box. Uh, and I will get the initiative game, but I'll also be able to play whatever the hell else is on Game Pass mm-hmm. until the next big, you know, tentpole game comes out. It's, it's, it's next gen. All right. Good discussion. All right. I'm going to throw up the, uh, the, the transition graphic. Miranda's going to take out her little, her little Kate Gears pop. We'll come right back. So that's the end of... I'm leaving. When, you're going to bail. Okay, so you haven't finished the game. When the bobblehead goes away, spoilers are done. Well, the, the show will be over. So yeah. are we not? <laughs> right. Are we not going to do? Well, we, I don't. We don't have time. It's okay. super yeah. late. Destin's oh, got another that. thing he has to get yes, to. So wife. Yes, let's. Uh, <laughs> Your wife. Let's. Yeah. Right. Bye, everyone. Have we're a gonna, great week. We're going to come you. back. Yeah. You'll see do, you next yeah. week. We'll come right back and do the Gears Five spoiler cast right now. All right. Oh, he didn't quite make it off set in time. You got to. <laughs> okay. Gears five. Kate's here to guide us through. Hi, Kate. Um, Kate. And Kate, obviously the star of Gears five, which we knew going in. Although, interestingly, you don't start the game playing as Kate. You mm-hmm. start as JD. Oh, guys, I have. So, okay. I'm so excited. Just go. So I'm, I'm, I'm winding up the Miranda oh, and I'm just going to let her go. JD, like. So I like JD by the end of four. He was good but not in love with him. Like I was more interested mm-hmm. in Del and Kate and this one, like years five, they'd made him such a more interesting character of him. Obviously having some big mess up when he uh, ordered them to shoot civilians. Yes. Yeah. Great job, JD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he, him trying to prove himself by being the hero and ultimately like messing everything up. And that was such a great transition to like, how do you get off the, the JD train and onto Kate? And like, where, where, how do we get to her story? Like, we already know why her story is more important. Yeah. But that transition, I think, was really done well. Um, just because I was curious if we were just going to go straight in and like playing as Kate. And I was really surprised when we started as JD. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just such an idiot. <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> she was so great. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just getting real. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Well, this is such an emotional I, game. <laughs> let me actually just steer this for a second. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody that's watching that wants to talk gears five spoilers. Let's just cut straight for now and we can get back to everything yeah, else. To do, this is the most what thing. did you choose? JD dead. JD. So you chose to save Dell. Yeah. Sacrifice JD Miranda. I saved Del. the same. Yeah. I also said, see ya to JD yeah. and, to, and, uh, save Dell. Now, so to tell me honest, why it totally caught me off guard when I realized I had to make a decision. Cause I'm just watching this cutscene, and I'm like, Oh, Oh, I gotta like, kill somebody. You have to choose this. Like, excuse me. And I looked and I killed JD. And then I was like, Oh wait, that's Marcus's son. I gotta, I'm going to go see Marcus in like two <laughs> seconds. Uh, so uh, T- tell me the reason yeah. by why you, you know, in the, in that moment, what, what was your, uh, your thought process? Yeah, that sounds good. And then I thought about it more. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I just really so didn't, you didn't like, think you just reacted. I didn't like where he had been going as a character. Like he's just dumb. He makes bad decisions over and over again. He gets innocent people killed. I, and I like just, he he was they were trying to redeem him in the storyline. But I'm just like, I don't care. OK, like, yeah. I disagree, and I love it when characters are bad. Like, when yeah. they have a bad character trait, they do something wrong, and I think that's something that's a little undervalued. Um, it's, like, 
leads should be able to make mistakes. Yeah. And they should be punished for that. And like, we got that from him. Like he got alienated from his friends. Yeah, he lost all his hair. That was actually (laughs) one of the reasons I killed him. He doesn't have any more hair. So (laughs) off with you. (laughs) Bold is beautiful, Miranda. (laughs) It is, but you know, not here. (laughs) His hair was great. I'm very mad. Anyway, that was not really the reason. Oh, come on. I also like a good redemption story. Um, Yeah, but I think that made him so much more interesting because before he was just like clean cut, like, come on, guys, we're going to do this. But mm-hmm. we're also kind of like the bad kids of the group. Like we we left the military when we weren't supposed to. Now we're helping out this girl. And, you know, I think this just gave him a lot more depth that he really needed. And it like brought around Foz as a great character too. Mm-hmm. Like just seeing them kind of, balance each other out kind Best line of. of the game. I told you, yeah. I said in my review, you yeah. will know it when you get to it. Yeah. yeah. It's Foz, right? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so good. So, yeah. Like, yes, that was the best line in the game. It's, oh God. Anyway, so one of the reasons, well, the main reason that I chose to save Dell was because Gears 5 really gave you that time to bond with Dell. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's so good. I mean, the thing that really got me at that choice was Literally just before that, that mission, that whole act, um, I was texting my friend and I was like, I just love the new Delta so much. Like, they're so good. Like, I even came around on Foz and like, it's, it's good to see how all of their personalities like play with each other and they're all mm-hmm. these different places in life. If and Foz is, a, is by design, he's, he's, he is, he's an asshole. He's such yeah. an asshole. He's so good. <laughs> um, and, and I really love that. And I kind of felt like at that decision, I could not leave Dell. Like if, how could, how could you leave Dell? And then also the biggest part was that if you kill JD, you get way better drama out of this. Yes. So that was another part of my decision because I'm like, this is going to be better story wise because now Marcus has lost the son and he has to cope with that. And his, like he lost his wife so she could have mm-hmm. their son and now the son's dead. Yeah. So, and and that also leaves him and Kate in a really interesting place where they both don't have their family anymore. Yeah. Like, or um, you know, so blood for family. But. For me, um, I in the moment I was also very surprised. I was like, "Wow, we're doing this. Okay, mm-hmm. we're doing this." And for me, it really came down to uh, JD being uh, a dick to his friends. And even though, yes, the beginning of Act Four there, they'd re- reunited and he'd, he'd kind of yeah. redeemed himself a bit. But same thing as you, Miranda, that, that there'd been all that bonding time in Acts Two and Three with Dell, and he's by your side, your friends, your your you know gears bro- siblings to the end, as yeah. it were. And uh, and and I actually didn't really think about the Marcus side of it until after, mm-hmm. and then I was like. Oh, I'm so glad I chose this way because I want to see Marcus's reaction to this. And I, I actually, I really thought the Marcus scene, it, it, I thought it, it had a really, it carried a nice amount of emotional weight to it. Yeah. Like he, big impact I, when you had he, to watch it. He, you know, you could see that he, that, that uh, he felt, he felt the loss and and try was starting to process it, but then realized he had to just. Just push it down. Like, yeah. nope, we have to just carry on right now. I started crying. Like, I came around that corner. I saw the pouncer, and there was, like, Marcus doing the chainsaw. I was like, Marcus. Yeah. We've got to talk, my so, dude. So, uh, I will add, uh, this is not, this is a small sample size, but um, there are a few other people besides you guys. Everyone I have spoken to so far, every, uh, it's literally, it's 100% of people chose to save Dell. I have yeah. not, 
met anyone in my immediate circle Same. that that has chosen to that chose to save JD, which I find interesting. Now, this is what I was alluding to in my review when I said um, that I, I can't wait to see what the the impact on Gears Six is because I thought it was a really bold decision on the coalition's part to take. Uh, one of the main trio, one third of this new generation of gears that you, sp- you know, they've invested so much time and energy in all of gears four was obviously about mm-hmm. bringing the three of them in and, and establishing their characters, making them likable to the player. Cause that's, that's a hard thing. Yeah. It's, it's really like, difficult in a game to, to actually like make a character feel like a more than a cardboard cutout and actually get you to mm-hmm. care about them. And they did that. And now, you know, here we go at, at, in the beginning of act four of the, of the second game in this new trilogy, boom, one of them's gone. So I cannot wait to see what's going to happen with six. Now they're going to have to bring the narrative back. Mm-hmm. To, they're going to, you know, they're going to have to unite the timeline again at some point just for, sheer like i would i would think game design story like production purposes in six so how how you know i remains to be seen how it's all going to come back together based on your choice but obviously the beginning of gears six at the at the very least the beginning of it how much of it remains to be seen will will be materially affected by whatever choice you made in five Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um the then, canon choice, I think, is what a lot of people are wondering about. Like, what is the canon choice going to be? And I'm wondering if, because games collect so much data now as you play through, they could actually make it so that our choices determine what the canon choice is. Like a Telltale is. game. Like, literally, yeah. where you get to the end of a Telltale episode, and it's 53% of players yeah. chose this. I yeah. think, I, I don't think they, from the from the games that I've seen that have done certain things like this, mm-hmm. I don't think they ever own up to having a canon choice. I always write it very carefully so it does not have that. So every player's choice is valid. Yeah, I don't know how they come back from this then. Obviously, you're going to fight some crazy version of whoever died. Maybe. And then the other person will be with you. I don't know know how they could possibly develop it with either of those characters being core. They'll have to be ancillary characters that you run into at some point. What I do like, Mm -hmm. and I was talking to Miranda about this in the office the other day, is... To me, I, what I'm hoping is now going to happen. So I, I, in Gears 4, you know, we had, the, we had the threat of Marcus dying. Thank God he lived. And so in, I was like, don't kill him in 5. Mm-hmm. He's too good. Just don't. Please don't. And what I'm actually hoping is that this choice of sacrificing JD or Dell will, will mean that Marcus is now a new permanent member uh, of of Delta Squad again, and that mm-hmm. and that Marcus will not be going away anytime, so that he will be with you all the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. As uh, as he was in the you know at the end of fr- from after you know you you mm-hmm. reunite with him again at, in Act Four there. So uh, I'm hoping that this means Marcus is 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 with us for the for the foreseeable future and not just as a over the radio as the yeah. paternal figure. I could see reasons both ways as to why he would be. Willing to join the team. One, because if his son's dead, well, his son's dead, so now he's out for blood. Um, and then if Dell is dead, then he might want to be there to like just support and help finish the fight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit le- it's a little bit weaker, but it's still valid. Yeah. And I like what you said too. I think you made a great point, Miranda, about that relationship between 
Marcus and Kate that we saw really develop over the course of Gears 5 as well. This almost sort of, you know, um, pseudo parent child, yeah. you know, relationship. And I love it because JD notices. He he sees that and he like makes a comment about it and it gets, it's like really tense and it's kind of toward the beginning. And I just, I love that so much because it's good to see them acknowledge that as well. Obviously they're intentionally writing it that way, but it's good to see that cause like a stir because JD and, and Marcus's relationship is so weird. And I hope they mm-hmm. kind of like maybe talk about it a little bit in the next one. Um, I mean, like we only learned about Anya's death in this game. Like we had no idea why she was dead before. It's like, well, mm-hmm. mom's dead. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. I loved her. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, I think there's like a lot of stuff for them to dig around there too, about loss and like just handling grief in the next game, because this is there. You're writing such an intense high before you have to make that choice. So just, we like fought this bad, like badass Kraken thing and his head was on fire and we launched a rocket into space and like we're all running around. It's, it's a crazy journey. We're having a great time. And then you get here and then everything is just, can we curse? Uh, do whatever you want. It's fine. It's, we're talking about Gears 5. And everything's just fucked. So, you know, <laughs> it's like, what are you supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm. And so I think this this next one is obviously way heavier. Like the first one felt like, teen horror story one night and it's really dark and spooky and then they're, they're figuring it all out and it's fun. And this first, like the first half of this was like action mystery. And then it gets into, sorry, all we're really serious. Yeah. <laughs> Time to grow up. Yeah. yeah really um, fast. Yeah. Um, I really, really like this game. I tweeted out that this is probably one of my game of the year contenders. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I like how the story played out. I really enjoyed that. The four different areas or worlds biomes whatever you want to call it that you go to each are fairly gorgeous yes like they're pretty breathtaking when you're cruising around and uh yeah the weapons of course uh the lancer gl i made a dumb youtube video just talking about how much i love that gun the sound design the way it like subverts your expectation when it shoots out then goes in the air then nukes everything i i'm just loving the uh the minutiae in games lately and this game just has a ton of little things that stack up to make it a phenomenal experience thrown through. And it's a dollar. If you haven't played it yet, get Game Pass and play it, you I monster. I think everyone who's still here probably has played it. I, <laughs> I, I hope, hope so. so. I would hope so. <laughs> with spoilers. Yeah. Um, but to that point, too, like just the design of this game is fantastic. Like, yeah. And like animations, whenever you're holding mm-hmm. things differently, and, like vaulting over cover and yeah. like how they switch weapons. It's mm-hmm. like you're going to carry that multi all the way. And yeah. I have an animation for it. And mm-hmm. that is great. Yeah. Um, now, what did you guys think? We'll just do a couple more minutes here. Uh, what did you guys think of the ending itself? Where and how the game ended? Because I, again, sort of sp- without spoiling it, alluded to this in my review. It's a spoiler cast. Uh, I know, but I'm, yeah. now I'm going to say what I, oh, yeah. re- what I was mm-hmm. alluding to in the review. And I thought it was a little, there were, there were two reasons that I, I thought it was a little bit of a, a Halo 2 kind of just a, a stop rather than an mm-hmm. ending. Uh, you know, if you, if you get what I mean, the difference yep. between the two. Um, and the reasons for that are twofold. One, uh, every, I, I actually went back and double checked this to make sure my memory was correct, and it was. All four other mainline Gears games were all five act structures. Uh-huh. This game. It was four acts. So I was expecting like, okay, well, I'm in act four. I made this choice. Uh, So now, okay, we're fighting this 
Fighting the Kraken thing again. Super okay. cool boss, by the so, way. And then cool visually, you know, yeah. we're going to beat that. And then when the... So I thought there would be more both structurally. I thought I was expecting a, mm-hmm. a brief Act 5. Because uh, the Act 5 is almost always shorter than... You know, it's sort of like a... Just almost like an epilogue, but an ending. But uh, And then the other reason is uh, that I thought it was a bit abrupt. The We did get the answers to Kate's story. Mm-hmm. We did find out about her mom and about where she came from and who she is, but we didn't get to actually act on that information mm-hmm. and do anything about it. Instead, it was basically, okay, we have all that knowledge. Tune in in three years, gear six. We're going to go do something about it. So not that, not that that's inherently a bad thing, but I, I kind of wanted... In the same way, at the end of Halo Two, it was like, "Oh, we're going back to Earth, and we're gonna have some, we're gonna have a last badass fight on Earth, and this is gonna be sweet." And then we didn't get that. I was looking for something like that here, of just like we're gonna go have one more awesome ride, some some cool fight somewhere, oh, yeah. as a as a sort of climactic gameplay moment, as opposed to the sort of climactic story moment. So that people may, you guys may disagree, people may disagree, but I, I was a little a little disappointed by the way. And the, the the place in which the game ended. Right. So well, I the disagree- cli- climactic fight was the big boss. You fight the big yeah. kraken and kill it. So I disagree yeah. that they could not act on her on her lineage because well, their action was done. Like they was gonna go put up the hammer of dawn. Right. Like that was preparing to we need to kill the swarm. And so the way they finished the fight is essentially like finishing the storyline. Like if they eradicate the swarm, they eradicate like the queen, then it's done. Yeah. So you what what did they go on with after that? Go find the queen and kill her. Yeah, but that that would be like the action of her, of her acting on her on that information, right? Right. That's also like the end of the series. D- maybe, may, like. maybe <laughs> depending. I don't. Know. We'll see. But just because like they're our only enemy right now, like our our biggest threat. So I would feel like killing the queen off would solve a big part of their problems. Um, and they can't do that yet. Yeah. So next game. Uh, queen has to retaliate first. True. <laughs> which is ending here. I, uh, in hindsight, I really like the Halo 2 abrupt ending with the grave mine because we got mm-hmm. to see how we finished the fight in Halo 3 um, and the fate of Master Chief and we got all those ex- the excellent uh, marketing. I wonder if they're potentially going to do an Act 5 because uh, like, I don't think they'll wait. The f- if they wait the full three years, totally fine with that. But I'm wondering if they would do like in a year or two an Act 5 like sort of expansion you never know i doubt it cool yeah i mean that would be incredible if they're Mm -hmm. like oh as for a taste of gears on scarlet yeah here's an act five Uh. you know that's like two hours of gameplay yeah for 10 bucks or whatever go play Mm -hmm. i mean that would be cool i i'm i think it's doubtful yeah yeah, i think it's probably not likely but that would be that would be a really sweet thing to do a really neat in between um Story to set up the next. Yeah, almost like yeah. how uh, like Colin Trevorrow just released that Jurassic World short film, that like little nine yeah. minute thing, as mm-hmm. as a you know takes place after Fallen Kingdom, but before. I mean, yeah, that that would be really neat yeah. if they were if the coalition did something like that. Ryan, I've really got to go. Okay. Oh, no. um, yeah. Yes. My wife's outside. I know. I, I feel bad. So uh, you can literally just walk out and okay. I can wrap up. Bye, show. everybody. Thank you so much. I <laughs> hate to leave during the spoiler cast, but uh, she's waiting. It's Bye, uh, life has to continue. One thing it's, I just want to say very quickly before we end. Yeah. Is that this game is so funny. Yes. So so funny. I have so I, many lines written down of just things that I loved that you said. Yeah. There was. It's really again. I. I 
I said this, yeah, it's kind of a hyperbolic statement, but I really mean it at the, at the beginning of my review, my campaign review, when I said that, you know, I, I think now it's, it's these, it's these meatheads, not the Spartans that are telling the most compelling stories Mm -hmm. in, in the first party lineup on Xbox. And that's, you know, Halo's carried that torch and done an amazing job of, of building this universe that we're so invested in for so long. And, you know, yeah, we've talked about Halo 5 and, and the, the narrative stumble there, but Gears is just all five of them, all five of them from Epic to the Coalition have just been like, we care about these characters. Yeah. Even, and, you know, and that's why I think part of what uh, my final question is, which one do you like better, four or five? And for me, I'll just segue straight into it by saying I still, I like four a little better. And I mean, yes, I, I gave it a, two tenths higher of a score, (laughs) but, um, I like four a little better because I just, it's the, the, they did such a, the coalition did such an amazing job of passing the torch to the new generation while still keeping the old guys, the original crew active and involved in a, in a meaningful, but also funny and, and heartfelt way. And five, you know, five very much, sort of still kept, you know, uh, Baird was a big part of this game in a non-playable role. Uh, Marcus obviously played a, a big role here. Uh, Cole was in there again, which is, is just always great to see him. So anytime he sounds here, I'm like, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, of course, he's doing the most over-the-top stuff of taking yeah. the, you know, giant mech thing and inside the Kraken's mouth. That, yeah, the, the motorcycle <laughs> kill? Excuse me? <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, so... But yeah, I, I think Gears Five was tremendous. I still, I, I give the edge. I, I liked Four is a little more near and dear. I think for me because of how well it it, it transitioned uh, eras and characters. But but Five just did a, did not miss a beat and has really done a great job of of continuing this arc. Yeah, it's really hard because I also for a lot of the same reasons adored Four. Um, but for me, I have to go with Five. Yeah, uh, playing as Kate especially is like something. Very, very, very special to me, which yeah. I've talked a lot about. Sure. Um, Brown woman, yeah, shooters. It's super exciting for me. Um, and she's just such a kick-ass character. Like, I adore how she handles everything. Like, at the end, she's just pretty much... Like, I love how nobody cares about Jin by the end. They're just like, get out of here. And, like, she just straight up tells her off. And the way she interacts with all the other guys, it just... It was actually super relatable in like some of their comments too, it's like, oh, I've I've literally been that person in this group of guys, and they're saying something super like, ah, just rolling guys, and it's just that's not something that I felt in a lot of games. So that was something, at least for me personally, that I super linked with. Um, but that aside, I also really loved how this felt like the coalition's gears. Like, yeah, four four was theirs, but it felt more like there we have this torch and we're being very careful with it. And we're trying to pass it on, not only between these characters, but between the way this game is made and the ideas presented. And this one definitely felt like an evolution of like, okay, but this is what Gears was, and now this is what Gears can be. And like having that exploration, but that's not so over the top that it doesn't feel out of place for Gears. Like there's like really great combat fights. The relic weapons were awesome things to find and like have these like essentially playgrounds to go like use them in. And I really, really love that. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, credit to not only the coalition, but I just double checked to make sure my memory was correct so I didn't speak, speak uh, incorrectly. Tom Bissell, the yes. writer of Gears 5, did a fantastic job with, along with the coalition team. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, I mean, uh, I love that. I mean, I don't want to beat the dead horse, but this is the first time we've gotten to do something like this mm-hmm. with a, with a big first party Xbox game in a long, long, it's long so time. It's exciting. It's so and nice to be excited about like, Hey it, guys, please boot up your Xboxes. Yeah. So if you haven't already, which I'm you, sure. Just gears five. So good. And I got, uh, I've received multiple, very, very uh, nice emails at the unlocked at IGN.com address from people that actually took our advice and said, oh, Game Pass, I went ahead and, and tried Gears 4, and I'm so glad I did, and now I'm, I'm, and I'm playing 5 now, and I'm, I'm glad I played 4 first. So I, I do think, I know there's the, the quick, the recap video at the beginning of 5. Um, I still would encourage, again, thanks to Game Pass, if you've got the time, even if you just just throw it on the easiest difficulty, go. I would say play four first if you can. Yes, like you can watch the video, but don't don't do that. Play the game; it is so good. It's really great. And you're. It's weird to say. It's like it's not. It's not worth skipping. You have to play it. It's so great. Just just do it. Yes. But don't skip it, please. <laughs> I don't know how many times to say it so that people don't do it. I think there's like a thing. It's like if you see or hear something seven times and you're more compelled to do it, don't skip 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 it. That's five in addition to the two I said before. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we got it, got it covered. <laughs> we didn't, we're not leaving one on the table, five. are we? Okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just ex- what a game. Fantastic game. I'm so glad uh, I got to I got to be a part of the review. Yeah, thank thanks you, for thank letting for, me help. With that, yes, I'm so uh, glad to. You're multi. You're you're so much more of a multiplayer expert. You know, I'm I'm more of of a of a casual gears multi. Actually, I'm a more of a casual everything <laughs> multiplayer. Yeah, let me have these those days. shooters. That's my thing. Yeah, you and you are just you're in there, uh, super expert on the multiplayer side. But man, I I will always love me a good game of horde. Oh gosh, it's the we best. still haven't played. We have to play. I know. We gotta. It, we're we're spoiled right now. We got a million video games. It's you know fair. that's. It's uh, it's that time of year. It's a yeah. good time of year, but good time of year. Um, yeah, I'm glad we got Gears Five as one of the f- the first major games of of the big fall season too. Yes. Instead I, I, of at you know smack dab in the middle of it in October or early November. Yes, that's that's the way I like to see it done. Spread the releases out. Let me have my time with them. Yes, I love them to explore them. That's kind of one of the things that I was excited about of not having to review or work on the campaign is that I got to take it at my own pace. Yeah. And so it's the best way to do it. But I, and for, for me, conversely, <laughs> uh, as a dad, I actually, yeah. I relished the, the assignment of doing the campaign review specifically because it allowed me to take my calendar and I literally, like I just, I, I got to marathon it. Like I, Yay. I just locked myself in a room. It wasn't actually locked, but I just got to, <laughs> it could have been, I just like, just went just instead of just in, you know, in my free time, it's usually an hour here, an hour there. Like that's how I'm playing control right now. Um, but with gears five, I was able to just soak in it and just go. And man, I, I loved being able to do it that way. It's a yeah. great time. So, uh, kudos to the coalition, to everybody involved in gears five. I hope everybody in our audience gives it a go. It is fantastic. Uh, thanks for tuning into the spoiler cast and to unlocked, 
And let's see, let's see which we want uh, this button and this button. All right, I will see you guys. We will see you guys next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.